Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Coach Tamika, and you already know who I'm joined with. See? See? I said with this time. See? Yeah, not that you enjoy me. (laughs) (laughs) I do enjoy you, but, you know, people might get the wrong kind of, you know. Enjoyment. Yeah. 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 Sex Coach Mary, who's healing up on her heart's. Yes, I'm wearing these for Tamika today because she's ending our fierce and fabulous series. Okay. (laughs) She made me do it, y'all. She made me do it. (laughs) Because you know what? They need to know. Like, you know, when you think of trauma and then climbing to the top, your story is like perfect. Aww. Now, because, I mean, think about it. If you had, well, not if you, but, I mean, there, there are people out there that have gone through what you went through and then will either stay there, be on drugs, and, you know, be a prostitute or, you know, won't get to that level. I mean, you have, like, like 100 fucking degrees. You're going to get your, your math. Oh, you have your math. Degree. You have, like, a million degrees, man. Like, I don't know. You know, I have like zero degrees. <laughs> um, you don't need a degree to be special. A whole lot of millionaires with not one degree. So that's okay. But the point is you had the discipline to go to school and to finish and, and have that. that. That's something that you completed something. Mm. I, I'm, still, I, I'm still wanting to do that, but I, I know me. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. She tried oh, certificate. That's right. You have your great certificate. She tried. We tried that route with her a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's sitting in a class, and all I get is a text, bored. Because <laughs> I was sitting in the classroom with like eighteen, nineteen-year-old kids, and I felt, I felt like their mom. So it was just weird. Like, uh, well, and you were going during the day, and so that's what you that's I would imagine that is how well, it because feels. I also had Caden, so I had yeah. to, and that was another thing that's why I couldn't really finish. You know, he wasn't sleeping through the night, he wanted to like be all up in my schoolwork, and mm-hmm. that's his job. You know, I had to lay with him to get him to go to sleep. <laughs> Don't be blaming my baby. Don't be don't be blaming my baby on why you didn't finish. It's that y'all remember that board. Yeah, (laughs) that's how I feel when I go to the office sometimes too. It's It's all right. It's it's my my stepping stone into my my dream career, which we won't get into right now. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so we're gonna talk to Tamika, and she's gonna tell us how. She went from homeless at 16 to what she is today, mm. successful entrepreneur, wife, mother to like the best freaking daughter ever in the whole wide world. Like she's like the perfect freaking child. <laughs> she nice she would disagree with that. <laughs> she she is perfect. Wait, what? She, she wouldn't. Perfect. She'd be like, yes, I am. She'll be like. I put one over on her, didn't I? <laughs> Thank you, Auntie Mary. 
She is perfect. That's my boo-boo. That's my tinks. She is perfect, but you know, she has a little bit of imperfection with that perfection, just like her mom, just like everybody. But you know, she's she's a good girl. God gave me the right child. Child? I always say that. Well, what did he do with me? Was mine is mine like a practical joke? Well, (laughs) mine practical jokes. What is you have great kids. What is wrong with you? You have great kids. Your kid, one is working. So he's still, he's still, he, what is he, 18? He, he's about to be 18. He's working. So he's quiet. He don't really do nothing about nothing. All he want to make sure he got his snacks going on. You got the other one. I'm going to just call him lover boy. You know, he's, he's in. That's my baby. You don't got no boys who's in the street, who's doing drugs, who's drinking, who's cussing, being disrespectful. And then you got Adonis, who is just my perfect little being. Uh, so, so you can't talk about perfect kids because your kids are fine. Do they get on your nerves? Hell yeah. But compared to some other people's kids? And we won't name those kids. We won't name those kids because it's not their fault they bad. It's their mama's fault and their daddy's fault. <laughs> it's not the kids it's not it's not all right Uh when they're young anyway when they get older you know then it is what it is but so all your kids are great fine love them yes whatever (laughs) so anyway now you have to tell us how you left your poor life and now you're living your rich life Oh gosh, why? I wish it was instant, you know, because it took a lot of years to go from not having a place to stay. And looking back on it, like I always blamed a, a lot of people on why I was homeless. But the fact of the matter is, I didn't trust anyone anyway. And when you're, you know, molested for years, by somebody that's supposed to protect you, you start looking at everybody funny. So looking back, could I have gone to like maybe, I don't know, my stepmother? I I don't know. Back then it was a no, I'd rather be on the street because people knew what was going on and they didn't say anything. And so at 16 and you're being rebellious, it's like, "Uh uh-huh, they know what's going on they're not helping so um, but thank goodness you know I had the help of you know that the rabbi who used to come by and he was the one who recommended as a man think of and think and grow rich back then and those books changed my mindset and my god read that book back then I've been reading those books from that time that is why I am, that's why my mindset is the way that it is. Because he told me, you read this book and know this book, but you can't only know this book. He says, people know a whole lot of things they don't practice. You got to practice it. You have to get that experience. And until you do that, you're always going to be in the streets or in the ghetto or somewhere you don't want to be. And that's, at that point, what I don't have anything else better to do. So that's what I did. So that book and my 
godmother's help because after a while she did figure out that I was not where she thought I was and she helped me and I got to go to college and really the rest is history. But what I learned, I learned a lot of things being homeless. I learned that homeless people aren't all alcoholics. I learned that the government does a bad job with taking care of the vet, of the veterans. There's a whole lot of them out there. I learned that back then anyway, shelters was no place for a woman. And that there were a lot of kids that were homeless. And I will never forget this little boy, just as cute as a button, and his name is Timothy. And he was little, probably three or four at the time. Yeah, about three or four. And he used to have this teddy bear. And that teddy bear was just dirty, but that was his teddy bear. And when I went back to the camp to tell him I was leaving because I got really attached to this little boy, and then he went and he went to give me the teddy bear. And I'm like, no, baby, that's your teddy bear. And then he asked me, was I going to come back? Because he wanted to come with me. And I'm, like, I'm like, I can't take you. I said, but I promise, I promise you, I will come back for you. I promise you. You know, and his mother, she barely spoke English. And leaving him was hard. And then I went off to Lincoln University for my first year partied a lot and realized that I, I could not do that. It was just too many great parties up in Lincoln. Um, and then I transferred to Penn State, but I came back to the camp to look for him. And they told me that he died. No way. He froze to death during the winter. Stop it. And they still had <clears throat> his little bear right where you know he died and his mother was just now this is when i went back this was at the end of may he died in january and she saw me in may and she's still just you know crying and crazy and all i could do is just look at that teddy bear and i felt so much guilt because it's like, why didn't I take him? I don't know how I could have, but it's like, why? If, if I would have done something, maybe instead of going to school, I would have got a job and then, and then take, you know, I made up so many scenarios throughout the years because to me, if I would have taken him, he would not be dead. And so, you know, I vowed from that point that I would always make homeless, especially homeless children and homeless women a priority, rather by giving, donating, you know, food drives, whatever. It's nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, so many kids and women and men die every year out there. Is that cold in there? In the wintertime in Jersey? And you're a little boy. It, there's no heat. You're outside. Oh, you said a shelter. No, I said that's no place for a shelter. You'd rather be outside. 
because in the shelter you're gonna they're gonna try to rape you they're gonna try and again this was back then in the early 90s i'm sure things have changed since then but then it only had a, a limited number of beds and it was not a safe it wasn't the safest place to be so that's why people opted they'd rather be outside it was better and that's how you froze stuff so it was a big problem back then and I never forget that. I never forget that. So every time I see people that are homeless, I don't even care if their breath smells like alcohol, because I'm gonna tell anybody, you be on the streets long enough, you want something to kind of diminish that pain. And you, you be drinking too. You be mm. drinking too. You out there for oh. two years, three years, four years, five years. Yeah. You be out there drinking too. So I always, you know, try to give them whatever I, I have. And you know, at the end of the day, I know people say, yeah, but some people, they, they like that by choice. Very few, yes, but I don't care. I'd rather give to whoever I see, even if it's a dollar, than to be thinking about, hmm, mm -mm, no. That's a whole lot of that in North. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain bridge that Chris and I drive by and he made a comment. He goes, oh my God, they moved. And I'm like, who? Cause they they had like the way they set it up man like it was like it's nothing like what we saw when we were growing up like how the the homeless people did. like they had like a tent all made out like they set in the camps now uh, yeah because it's like yo they moved and i was like no they got chased away but then where did they go you know because that was it was under under a bridge so it kept them away from like rain and mm -hmm. you no know, and it was it was you know no bird shit there like it was actually pretty decent you know being on the outside mm -hmm. that area um and very visible because a lot of cars drive by so I would think because there's so much activity, it's a little safer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least that's what, maybe that's what they were thinking. It's a lot safer. But yeah. Oh my God, that's sad. It is sad. So, and then I said, you know, I never wanted to be like that. I mean, growing up already with, already grew up in the ghetto. So it wasn't that much of a, a stretch being homeless, really. Um, so I vowed, I was like, no, I'm never, ever, ever going to be like this, ever. And I have just high morals and standards. So I knew certain things I would never do. I would never sell drugs and kill people because that's to me, is killing people. So I would never do that. You know, I could never be like a stripper. Shout out to my strippers. Just wasn't for me. It's not for me. And I'm never going to, you know, have sex for money. This again. It's not me. Some people shout out to the hoes. Oh, sorry. That's right. All right. Make your money. Whatever you got to do to survive. Ain't no judgment here. Remember, in Nevada, I think it's legal. You know what? To me, I think it. Hey, why can't it be legal everywhere? You know what? What is it hurting? As long as it's not kids and you're not, you know, got no human trafficking and shit going. Yeah. You know, people got to make a living. If that's what you better off, they You know, it, they, they should just legalize it because then they could regulate it exactly so rather exactly. than these women sneaking off doing it and then getting hurt because yes. they're trying to do it underground yes. try to regulate it so that everyone gets tested it's in a safer environment mm -hmm. there's like security and whatever the hell like whatever 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 they doing on their own time and hey you want to pay for it you want to pay for it 
Exactly. You know? So some guys think you dating a girl, you you still paying for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You taking her out to dinner That's and you're right. buying her you're things. You buying still her things, you still paying. That's right. <laughs> you still paying for pussy. That's right. I know Chris will tell you, man, you are the most expensive pussy ever. <laughs> See? <laughs> he would say that too. As he does. If I'm the most expensive. I cost him a lot. Uh, okay. And you I tell him, I said, well, I said, you are getting the best person ever. That's what I told him. I said, ain't nobody going to put up with your ass. That's right. That's right. So I, have, I tell him, I reminded him. I'm glad you did because you're right. I said, I'm going to put up with you. And then he was just like, whatever. Nobody going to deal with that 24-7. Mm-mm. I can't yep. wait till y'all get married. I'm be, I told you, I'm be the one laughing and drinking. You're going to be thinking I'm the bride. I'm be like, yeah. You're going to be fucking throwing rugs, throwing coins. Yeah. you be like, yeah. <laughs> sign it, Uncle. Sign it, sign it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Woo. Yeah, you want that, you want that shit like legal. Like, yeah, sign, sign yeah, it. I'd be like, be like, oh, there's no ink in the back. Here you go. There you go. That's right. I'm I'm like, like, you'll be having to put it Wait, you need another one? I got a crayon. Marker? Here. Sign. <laughs> Your hand hurts? Here, I'll sign for you. <laughs> I'm just going to whip it out of everywhere. I don't care. Christian's going to be like, damn, yeah, shit. What she got in there? <laughs> He's going to be used to it for when he had this on. <laughs> so he called, he's just going to be like, yeah, poor Unc, I know how you feel. <laughs> Yeah, and show you that picture where he's signing and that marriage license. I'm, I'm gonna look for that picture and look at it again. He, he looked like he just sweat. He got this look on his face, like, how the fuck this bitch coming to do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking joking. Now. Oh god. That is his look. It, it, it's sweating. I don't think it's sweating because it was hot. No, that was him sweating. Like, <laughs> See what pussy does. See what it does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! I like choked on my own shit. This is terrible. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh gosh, See? Oh, gotta laugh. I look at you. Now look at you all. Tears running. Because I gotta find that picture. <laughs> you would have thought Tamika had like the perfect life. And look at that. He still manages to crack up every day. Like, yeah, life is great. Life is great. I'm on the side of the ground. <laughs> it's so That's true. That somebody said that to me today. I'm like, how you doing? He was like, I'm on the side of the ground. It's a good day. I'm like, I hear you. <laughs> oh God, now I'm hot. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh goodness. Um, mm. You are sidetracked now. I know. I know. What else? What, what were we talking about? <laughs> About how you, you you climbed out of the the, the ghetto uh, life, the, not the, yeah. ghetto, the homeless well, life. That's I, that's what it was, you know. Went went to school and knew one wasn't for me, and went to another one, and just kept accelerating from there, and like never took no for an answer. And growing up at that time, you know, being 
black, especially a brown skinned black person, it wasn't easy. So I remember going to my, my first job after college and I did a phone interview and that's how I was hired. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, and then I get up there and for some reason, you would think my name is Tamika, you should know I'm black. But this particular person had a best friend named Tamika who was Asian. She was Japanese. And so, yep. And that's who she, what she thought I was. So, so when I walk up in there, she's like, um, can, can I help you? Oh, I'm, I'm Tamika, you know, <laughs> you hired me. And she was like, oh, but you were something else. <laughs> it was just funny. No, she didn't. She was very honest. She was like, you know, I, I just have to say that um, I don't really like black people, but if I don't hire you after I told you you have the job, then you're going to sue me. So just don't mess up. <laughs> she walked away. And I was like, what the heck? But she ended up being one of the best mentors I've ever had. And, you know, we got to talk a lot about race and, you know, perception and where she was raised, there was not a lot of black people. And so she grew up like a lot of people watching the news. And every time she saw uh, somebody doing something wrong, it was a black face. So she just assumed that most black people were criminals. So after she was educated a little bit, and she noticed that I didn't fit the stereotype. I was there before time. I didn't come late. You know, I didn't ask for handouts. Like these stereotypes that she thought black people was all about, I crushed all those stereotypes. And because of her, I learned how to run a business because she was the CEO of a large company. And being a woman, even at that time, was rare. So I she learned him? from her. No, she was white. Oh, fuck her up. <laughs> you can't fuck up ignorance. You know, you got to get to why they think that. And if you just think, if you grew up, I mean, you grew up in, she grew up in the Heights. She went in no ghetto. So she grew up in the Heights. Um, just think of what your mother would tell you about Black people. So she got her mother telling her that. She's not seeing any black people other than those on the news who supposedly robbing and killing and raping people. So that's just reinforcing what her mommy and daddy are telling her about black people. How else are you supposed to think? What, she grew up in the Heights too? Are you talking about No, me? I said you grew up in the Heights. <laughs> oh, no. She grew up in some ritzy, some ritzy place I never <clears throat> heard of in New Jersey before that point. Mm. But she didn't know him. So, you know, I can't get mad at ignorance. I can't. So she learned that no, not not all black people are late. Not all black people are on welfare. Not all, you know, just the normal stuff. She learned. She didn't. But she taught me a lot. She taught me a lot about how to be a woman in a man's world. You know, she taught me how to talk. She taught me how to walk. She taught me like really how to dress when you're in certain situations. Really? How to read people. Oh yeah, she was so good in those board meetings. And she's like, you know, you gotta tap into your intuition and then read people. And I was like, ooh. So she has since passed away, but 
Oh, really? Yeah, mm. she was old then. She was, she was old then. So. I still can't believe she said I really don't like black people. Well, you know, I love that. I love that about her. It's better than the people who be all up in your face and don't like you because you're black, but they feel like they can't say it, and then you you don't know. At least I know. Or the people that pretend to like you and pretend to be your friend, but then they really don't like you, and then they put you down and shit. That's oh. right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh-huh. I got that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, from there, I just kept going on and moving up and then became director of sales and made a whole lot of money and, you know, had my daughter and, you know, had to go through some trials and tribulation with drama from that. Mm. Um, And after a while, I think all women have to sometimes make a decision on do you want your career or do you want to be there for your your child and i rarely saw my child my child saw her nana and my sisters more more and And you were like hell no well man when i went to go pick her up being late as i don't know what to go and get her and she was in um nursery school or pre-k or something she was little and mm-hmm. she was out there in the park with Miss Kumari, and I'm coming down. I'm like running because I'm late. And I hear her saying, because Miss Kumari says, Your mommy will be here in any minute. And my daughter was like, Oh, it's okay. I know she loves me. She just works a lot, but that doesn't mean she doesn't love me. And in her little voice, and I'm like, Ah. So I'm like, No, I gotta. I got to stop. And that's when I gave up my career. And Damn, but it was worth it cuz now look at her. I She's know. perfect. She's my boo boo. So, but you know, going through that stuff and not dealing with your issues, it comes out in other ways. So, I got real fat and real sick and I was Come on, I'm only five foot four. And if you five foot four and you over 220 pounds, you sick <laughs> and you fat. <laughs> so um, dealing with that. And that was the best thing that probably ever happened to me because I had to go to the hospital and that wasn't fun. And I had to change my eating habits when he told me I was a type two diabetic. That oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. You and you managed to reverse that shit too. Look yes. at that. Yes, because I when you tell me I you. can't do something, then I'm going to do it. I'm like, mm, no, bro, because I've been reading some stuff and it's like telling me something different. And he's like, oh, you can't uh-uh. fix it like that. Okay. And I did. And then I knew if it was that easy, hmm, let me see if I can duplicate it. And I did with, you know, someone for free. I was like, oh, let me see if this really works. And then I've been doing it. Oh, my God. How many years now? A lot. A lot. <laughs> you have the same thought. A lot. A lot. We're like, yeah, we're not counting. No, a lot. Just, just a lot. Just, just a, a lot. lot. Yeah, just a lot. So, if you know, if you were in that, that space where, like, you just don't know or you feel like nobody cares or... And you're going to feel like that. You know, it's just about 
making choices. It's about making choices. You can choose to be down in your funk. You can choose to blame people, even if it's their fault. You, you can choose to keep doing that. Or you can choose to make different choices. And every day you wake up, you have the capacity to make a different choice in your life. But not everybody thinks so. And that's what's very sad to me. People think they have to stay in their situation. And you don't. You can make a change. So basically what got you through and what, what got you to where you are today was your mindset. Definitely. Definitely in the Definitely. mind. And I just started reading this, this book and it's a little lengthy. Uh, Dr. Indy, if you're watching, I finally finished your book. It's great. I, I plan on reading it again, but I want to read some other books first and then I'm going to come back to it and read it again. Mm -hmm. um, and then hopefully I will, I'm sure I will, if Tanika did, learn something else that I missed the first time, mm -hmm. which I think in her book as well, it was mindset as well. Yes. It was a lot, a lot of, about the mind. And, um, you know, I do believe in that. Sometimes I revert back to my my old ways on how I was raised because my mother was a very negative person. I, we, I grew up in negativity, basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so when that's in your brain for so long, basically as long as you were reading the positive books, I was getting all the negative shit in my head. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, trying to grow out of that and change it. But I've seen, I've seen it. Like you visualize something and you're set in it and it's, you know, you think about it enough and it happens you know, and you could change your situation. And I, I remember that with, with my, the business that I just closed, how many times I tried killing that. And my dad was like, it's making you money. Just, just do it. And I was like, no dad, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I, man, I tried killing that business like three times mm -hmm. and I resurrected it every time. And the mm -hmm. last time I really thought it was at the end, I like tripled it. It was crazy. I remember going through the problem. I mean, going through the problem. I just read a text from Chris. <laughs> going through the, you know, going through the steps with you. I remember saying to you, Tika, I can't, you know, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. And you're like, no, you just got to think it and think positive and, and, and believe that it's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, oh my God, I got a customer. Oh, I got another customer. <laughs> and I remember one week I had like three clients set up and it just kept building and building and building. And then, <clears throat> I remember one day I didn't have, I remember I didn't have money to buy diapers. Mm. You know, baby daddy wasn't really doing what he was supposed to. And I remember going into my mailbox and I had a check for, I think it was like $300. It was some rebate or something with my car. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this works. And it does. It was crazy. It does work. I mean, one thing, you know, everybody needs to know is whatever your energy is, whatever you think about the most, that's what you're going to draw to you. And unfortunately, people are so busy focusing on their stresses. They're focusing on their lack. They're focusing on what they don't have. All the while, they're bringing exactly what they don't want because that's what they're focusing on. Yep. Or, or they think, you know, you have to have, like they, they're in waiting game. Okay, when I have a new job, then I'll be happy. 
it doesn't work like that. You, they got it backwards. They want to have, then do, then be. That is not how it goes. You have to be it first. If you want happiness at the end, you have to be happy first. Then when you're really happy, and if you don't think you have anything to be happy about, call me, send me an email, tell me about your life in five minutes, and I can tell you what you got to be grateful for. So you have to be the happy. Then you have to do it. Then you have to do what you think. Again, if it's a job, like you're, you're dog walking, you know, you have to envision it. You have to get happy about it. And then you have to do what your future self did to get to your future point. So you can't just sit up there and go, okay, I'm going to have all these customers. It's going to be so fun. And you're sitting on your ass eating bonbons. That's not going to happen. You have to envision it and see it and then take inspired action in order to, to get to the have, to have that successful business. And you have to do that every day. And then every time you think something different than your initial thought, guess what? You just move yourself back five paces. So you gotta keep that mindset. Just remember, be, do, and then you will have. Don't wait for you to have it, and then you think you wanna do it to be what you wanna be doesn't happen like that and that's where people get it messed up that's what the steps i was talking about remember i said i had to write out steps and it was really five not six the six was the reciting twice a day which i forgot the last two days um okay. yeah, i suck but when you said it i was like oh my god i have that paper in my, my <laughs> that i'm supposed to read that's right and that's how you do it you you just have to keep that at the forefront of your mind while doing those steps that you need to take that's going to get you to what the exact you steps. so oh. to have the vision have the desire and take uh, you know like steps towards that like you yes. said you can't just be sitting around going okay it's gonna fall on my lap Okay. Yes. Gonna, yes. That's what people think. Oh, well, I've been thinking about it and I've been writing about it. I've been journaling and I'm doing my gratitude. Okay. Well, what else are you doing? I mean, that's all great. And that's part of the process, but you have to do something in order exactly. to get what you want. I mean, and that's with anything, you know, if you want to find that perfect person, yeah, they ain't gonna come knocking on your and door. I, no, you have to dream it up. And, you know, I've heard stories from some of my friends and clients who were looking for love and really detailed everything how they look, how they sound, you yeah. know, what occupation that they're in, and all of these things. And they envisioned it, and they envisioned it. And they got it. And they got it because they went out because I said, oh, your vision is great. I love it where are you going to meet somebody like that? Where? And then they would go, oh, if they like music, a music festival. Okay, well, I hope you go on a music festivals. Or if it's an artsy person, a museum, I hope you're going to a museum, you know, and it, it works. I mean, it's all energy. It so definitely, definitely is. Because when I first met your uncle, <laughs> I have to go back to this story and he thinks I'm crazy I know you guys think I'm crazy, crazy but I remember telling you and Shonda okay and she thought I was totally fucking cuckoo and I kept telling what did I always tell you every time I saw your uncle even though I ran to the other room I'm going to marry him I'm like hey you going to marry somebody you can't even look him in the face yeah <laughs> and, I, and it felt at the time it, I felt like it was so 
impossible because you're like you don't want that well Shonda said you don't want that (laughs) and then you said you can't handle that I was like and I'm thinking like size wise I'm like that's not what I was talking about (laughs) I got it well what I was talking about (laughs) yeah well that's what I was talking about and then Shonda's like you don't want that and I'm like isn't that your brother-in-law? That's what's up. I'm gonna get him anyway. And then he comes around. I'm like, <laughs> that used to be so funny. But you got him. And then when you be talking, sometimes I'll be like, "You, I told you, you signed up for that baby." I know. God. He's all yours. God I'm help so me. happy. You need God, baby Jesus, grown up Jesus, Moses, Mary. <laughs> you gonna name of the story <laughs> was my mindset. Moses. <laughs> I didn't care that he was in Abraham. Somebody. I didn't care that I had somebody. <laughs> Noah in that ark. <laughs> you gonna need them. Oh, Adam, Eve. <laughs> oh my lord! I was gonna get that. You're like, what about Jimmy? I'm gonna dump his ass. Oh, oh exactly. <laughs> you got a man. I'll get rid of him. I'll get rid of him. I was like, what? You're like, this is I get fucked. I just get rid of them. And that's how you said it. Oh, yeah, I just get rid of them. I'm like, that's exa- yeah, because that's exactly what I thought. Are you sure about that guy? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, chasing after that one. If he fucking talks to me, gives me the time of day, and I don't chicken out. See? That. See? I'm telling oh, you guys, it worked for Mary. <laughs> it probably would have worked a little faster had she hadn't been running for about 10 years. But, you know. <laughs> But it, it was timed perfectly. Could, could you imagine? I was still a little cuckoo. We started talking. He'd be like, your friend is fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it did happen at the perfect time. You both were older, more mature, more sane, kind of, sort of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's all yours. Mm. So if you want to be happy in a relationship as Mary is, that's what you do. Mm. You be happy, you be loving, you get that vision of your perfect man or woman, not just looks, but characteristics, you know, morals, attributes, and not just physical attributes. You know, do you want somebody loving? Do you want somebody who's around you all the time? Do you want somebody that don't, that, that's not around you all the time? Be real specific on what you want and then put yourself in areas where that type of man or woman would be. And you will find them just in my case it was to me in the living room yeah and trust me you i have an uncle that's another uncle that's already married and a single uncle no i don't have any more more people to know and just to clarify chris is by far like so like not perfect and so not easy if anyone is thinking like oh that's so cute yeah no Okay, he's he's challenging. He's challenging, but she wanted somebody that was a challenge. And she got it. (laughs) She got exactly who she wanted. (laughs) So not everybody likes challenges. So she does, and that's why it works. A person like me, see, she's entertained (laughs) by that. That would annoy the heck out of me. That's why I can't do that. I had to get somebody that was more like my temperament. (laughs) 
that was strong enough to kind of put me in check in a nice way so they don't get cut and it works. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's how I did it. That's how I did it. And anybody mindset. can do it. It's, it's about your mindset. If you haven't read the book, Think and Grow Rich, I mean, it is a book by Napoleon Hill, and it's a fabulous book. You got to read it. You got to, like the rabbi told me, read it, memorize it, know it, practice it. Practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it. And look at the Jews, they got lots of money always. <laughs> what? It's true. Yo, that's a compliment. <laughs> rabbis are rabbis Jewish, right? Yes. Okay, do. so that's they a compliment. Lots of money. They always I, got lots of money. Uh, they take the fuck sometimes that they don't, but I know they do. Well, that's how they keep their money. <laughs> That's how they keep their money by trying to, you know, but they always, they're not stingy with their people and the stuff that they're doing for their communities, which is, mm -hmm. you know, what I love and ad admire about the Jewish community. They take care of their people. And, you know, I mean, I don't know why people got things against Jewish people. I don't have anything against anybody. I could care less what religion you are, what Me color too. you are. I don't care. If I, don't, if I don't like you, it's just because you don't vibe with my energy. That's it. Me too. Yeah. So, Same. you know, but everybody can do it. So if you want to be fierce and fabulous and you went through all these trials and tribulations and you think you can't get out, send me a message. Send me a message. Because sometimes when you're in a certain spot, that's all you kind of see. That's Chris calling me. Why is he to be a pain in his ass? <laughs> He's crazy. I told him we were we were gonna be online. But I was texting him because he did something for me, so I, I told him thank you. And then he wrote no problem, which that irked me like more than anything. I, I hate the no problem. You too? Oh, I thought it was I just me. Shit. I don't like no. I don't like that either. I didn't ask you if it was a fucking problem. You say you're welcome. <laughs> exactly. I hate that no problem shit. Me when too. I go to a store and I say, Oh, thank you, no problem. I hope it wasn't a problem because it's your fucking job. <laughs> me, when someone says thank you to me, I turn so fucking Asian. I'm like, Oh, you're very welcome. You be bowing and shit. <laughs> Tell you what they see the asian culture no see they 
They don't want to be touching nobody here and got your germs and all of that. So they're going to bow. So I'm just going to start bowing to people. I'm going to be like, don't shake my hand. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. Because I don't like touching people, especially when I see people all coughing in their hands. Y'all don't, don't cough in your hands. Cough in your elbow. Don't, don't you know, cough right here. Don't be eh. And then they want to shake your hand. No. Oh, kids nasty. do that. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And then they go and they want to touch you. No. No. We just... We just gonna bow. <laughs> we just gonna bow. I, I love that. That's genius. Gonna bow. Mm-hmm. It's either that or I'm gonna be like, who was it? Was it George Bush Jr.? Was he the one that every time he shook somebody's hand, he would just have the guy with the Pharrell? I ain't even mad at him. People nasty. Yeah, I hate when I hate when people try to touch my hand. I'm like <laughs> uh, I don't like that shit at all. I don't even know how we even got to that. I know. <laughs> we already passed the time. We like, passed the time. I'm late for my other thing. It's all good though, y'all, because I love y'all. Really uh, and seriously. If anybody out there needs help and you just need someone to talk to or you don't know how you're going to get from point A to point B in your life, you know, send me an email send me a Facebook message, send me an Instagram message. Don't send me a Twitter message because I don't really Send me a message. Send me a message. I'm a good listener. Who is sending me messages? I just get messages from like perverted guys. Well, look at that picture you got up there. You got that little. I changed it. You did? I changed it to me laughing. When did you change it? Mm, a while ago. Really? Yeah, like on Instagram? Ago. Oh, fuck, no. I'm not about to say because on Instagram, I just saw that, that Paula leg you was doing. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah. So, send Mary a message. She would send love me a message. I you. love messages. Good messages. I'm a good listener. I'm a good listener. They can send me bad messages too. I'm no, you getting, you getting enough of them crazy messages from those type of people. We don't want none of those. We don't want the people like that. No, no. Okay, fine. No, no. She doesn't want to hear if you can't, you know, no. She, she don't, no. So send her a message. Yeah. And you know how to reach us. And we love you. And I know we was all over the place, but that's all Mary fault because she was the one who was supposed to keep me in check. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even keep myself in check. I can't even keep my thoughts organized. You're supposed to be the one that's organized. How do I do that? Are you supposed to be interviewing me? <laughs> this is like, oh, God. That's what we do. We just ask questions like, oh, so tell us. And then you're supposed to just start talking. No, and then- I'm a sucky interviewer. I'm usually the one just listening and chiming in. That's all her fault. So y'all sent her nasty emails on how she didn't. But they the basically got to. the gist of what happened. It was your mindset. <laughs> That's what it was. Mindset. Read Thank a you. book, which I'm reading, and I hate reading. Stop but saying I'm reading that. The same book. I'm she on chapter reading. three. I just have. I just started on chapter three. Yeah, Martha saw it today. She's like. <gasps> Fantastic, Mary! I'm like, fucking much, just go away, okay? Stop. Yeah, so. I'm so proud. That's right. Read, Think, and Grow Rich. If you are not a reader, get it on Audible and just listen to it. 
that's Let's not so either. Because if the voice annoys me, that's gonna be yeah. well. Then read. You know, some people want. Um, yeah, I gotta read it. I gotta read. It's better read than it. I can hold the book and I feel accomplished after that. Because you're crazy. But that, that's besides the point. So if uh, if you're not like Mary and you like Audible, if you have long drives and everything and you want to listen to it, listen to it. I mean, I forget who narrates it. Depends which version you get. One of them is really animated. One of them may put you to sleep. But you can also get the book. It's great. And try to get the original edition. You know, I have about three different editions and the original one is by far my favorite. But it's kind of hard to read. So. There's another, there's different versions. Because oh. I think the one that you probably have is kind of a little bit more updated with the, with, with the English than how, I mean, this book was back how many years, hundreds of years ago or whatever it was. Not oh. Hundreds, but, oh, okay, so know. then I'll stick to that one. So that's why you get the, the first edition and you're like, what the fuck he said? You ain't going to like that. Okay, so, so I'll just stick to this one then. Think and Grow Rich, or if you want a little teaser, because you're like Mary and really don't read, as a man think of, it's really small. And you will start with that. It's called As a Man Thinketh. It's another book, but it's, it's really small. So you can get through that really in a day. That's how small. How many pages is it? If it's not like 10 pages, I won't get through that in a day. It's probably like 20. Okay. But, and then it's small. So it's not like, Ah, okay. It's one of those small. So I think you probably would get through in it in a day. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. That's that's good. Maybe a day. Yeah. 20 hours in a day. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You just get through that one first. So anyway, guys, you know, we took up a lot more of your time than what I wanted to. And I know you don't like that, but if you, seriously, if you have any questions with anything, let us know because we would love to hear from you. Don't be shy and hold your head up because there is hope out there. I believe in you. I'm praying for you and we will help you get to the next level, but you got to make the first step and give us a call. So, all right, we will see you next week. Don't know we're going to be talking about yet, but you know, that's how we do sometimes. Mary ain't figure it out. So love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 